0: This is the Dave and Checky Show. We got this groovy podcast for ya. Reviewing crazy tunes or quoting Twain and Sting and Doom. We'll bring ideas to share like bonus points for extra flair. Cause it's the freaking Dave and Checky Show. Show, we're bringing you this groovy review. We might preview movies, bake some bread, or drink some smoothies. So, come on, have way too much caffeine. You roll up some rivers, I'll reference some Raffy. This is the Dave and Checky Show. Hey, how you doing tonight? How's everybody out there? Hey, welcome back. All right, welcome back to Gay Talk.
1: Okay. We're not having gay talk.
0: welcome back to gay talk.
1: Do you want to tell me something? I want to talk about gay talk. Are you trying to come out on the show?
0: I'm coming out under the table.
1: Okay. Oh, okay. disgusting. What is all the noise you're making, Dave? Well, yeah, I got
0: my notes here today. Okay, <laughs> folks. You're a great American.
1: Okay. Dave?
0: Another great American.
1: I'm cutting this all out. Why? Because this, there's not supposed to be notes. That's the beauty of... This particular episode. They're
0: not notes. I just had a receipt in my pocket.
1: It looked like notes, folks. <laughs>
0: it's not notes. Okay,
1: I'm. I would like to. I would like that piece of paper.
0: No, I need that paper. What for? It reminds me of stuff.
1: I. This is the, when we did the drumming. You didn't need anything. It was that was the beauty of it. It was off your head. And that's the way this is going to be. So you want me
0: to come up with 20 people? I'm supposed to remember 20 people off the top of my head.
1: I'm not asking you to come up with 20 people. You said
0: 20 people.
1: I never said that.
0: You said the 20 best guitar players.
1: No, I didn't. Uh, I guess you did. I said, scrutiny, we're going to do another top 10 list. 10? Can you please hand me that paper? No. Please you, hand me the you paper. You don't
0: deserve that paper.
1: You don't deserve that paper.
0: I don't need it. I have it in my head already. Simply by writing it down, I've memorized it.
1: Anyway, uh, I'm sure the title of the show uh, clearly indicates that this is going to be another scrutiny. Dave on various top 10 guitarists of all time lists. Scrutiny. 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 So, uh, last time we did this was, uh, almost three months ago, back, uh, episode 16. Today we're on episode 28, uh, and it did pretty well, uh, with certain audience. We do, uh, bit shoot likes certain shows better than others. Uh, YouTube, I, I don't even mention it anymore, but, um, I don't know what they like. And online, uh, on the, uh, audio apps... They like different stuff, and iTunes specifically likes different stuff. So,
0: I've uh, fallen in a park, and I can't get up.
1: All right, I don't know why you said that.
0: I don't know. All I right, just think that's amusing. Okay. Well, I've fallen in a park, but I can't get up. I, I don't get it. It's the commercial.
1: It's it's I've fallen and I can't get up.
0: Yeah. Now it's I've fallen in a park and I can't get up.
1: That's the new commercial. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: They have to. Uh,
1: They can't say I've fallen and I can't get up?
0: Somehow that's not good enough or they have to just, I don't know.
1: Or is it a different service?
0: Somehow they're trying to imply that you can take it with you wherever you go. It's Uh, not just for your house.
1: I've fallen in a park. Yeah. Okay. I can't get up. All right. So uh, how this is going to work is this time, last time I picked, I think, five different lists, five or six lists, and it was way too much. This time I've picked three lists, one of which is infuriating Two of which are okay.
0: Oh well, oh, wait a minute now. I have heard some news in the news. Is this what we're talking about? Is this like a top one hundred or Rolling Stone or something? They had a list.
1: Rolling Stone has a list for everything.
0: Rolling Stone sucks ass.
1: Okay, can you? Oh, Dave. Yeah. Three lists. Oh Jesus. Uh you get. You'll. Uh, I'll let you pick.
0: Oh Jesus. All right.
1: I'll let you pick which list you would like to start off with.
0: All right. Wait a second. Is this first list included? Uh, Are you listing the lists? Is that a list? Uh, When do we start?
1: You can, uh, okay. You know what? I'm picking the order. You're already annoying saying uh, If you're uh, going to list
0: the list, uh, this is like uh, Inception. From
1: Rolling Stone.
0: Oh, Jesus.
1: Their number 10 guitarist, Pete. Townsend.
0: Okay, I can go with that.
1: You can go with Pete Townsend being number 10. Sure. (laughs) Pete Townsend doesn't play many solos, which might be why so many people don't. You don't play
0: many solos, you fucking cunt. I can show you Pete Townsend's playing solo in almost every fucking song, alright? Go fuck yourself.
1: Which might be why so many people don't realize just how good he really is. But he's so important to rock. He's okay. a visionary musician who really lit the whole thing up.
0: Yeah, listen to the fucking live at Leeds, you dick.
1: His rhythm of guitar playing is extremely exciting and aggressive. He's a savage player in a way.
0: You're a savage player, all right?
1: He has a wonderful fluid physicality with the guitar that you don't see often. Does he? And his playing is very much a reflection of who he is as a person. Pedophile.
0: Shush, a that's not true. very intense guy. Oh, he Cut didn't, that part out. He,
1: they didn't write that. I added that.
0: His hand's not bleeding because he stuck it up a little kid's ass. It's bleeding because he struck the guitar strings very hard. All right. I just want to set the record straight. It
1: says he's like the original punk.
0: You're like the original punk. Whoever oh. wrote this, is. I'm going to stunt them down.
1: Okay. Are you... This is Andy Summers wrote this.
0: He did not. <laughs> I'm telling you Andy oh my Summers God. wrote this. Yo, much respect to Andy Summers. Okay. Yo, I, I got to apologize, man. Yo, I didn't mean anything I said, man. Okay. Yo, Andy Summers. So number Yo, 10. You,
1: Pete Townsend, you agree with...
0: Andy Summers, man. Me and Andy, yo. Uh, okay. Yo, you got tickets to the next show, Andy. Number yeah, 10, Jam according J, J, to that S- nigga.
1: Spin Magazine. Huh? I'm doing the list. Oh,
0: sorry. I'm just out of control.
1: Yeah, and I don't like it. Number 10, from Spin Magazine. <laughs> Jam Master J, from... From Run DMC.
0: Uh, wait a second. He, Ru- is, he is not a guitar player.
1: Run DMC couldn't have made their position in the universe any clearer. We're the kings of rock, and our DJ's better than all these bands.
0: Wait, wh- what are they talking about?
1: He spins 100 greatest guitarists of all time, number 10, Jam Master J.
0: <laughs> Shush.
1: In 1980s... The always exact, never whack wrists of Jam Master Jay certainly rocked harder than any Motley Crue riff, but often thanks to the way Jay manipulated the work of other guitarists. Aerosmith's Joe Perry and the Knacks' Burton Avery... I don't know, Avery... Both had work done under Jay's discerning needle.
0: Do you know how retarded this is? This is? What resulted was a new way of hearing guitars. You know, rubbed, that's like saying George Martin was the uh, was the best... Uh, he sang, Oh, never mind.
1: Rubbed and percussive and brutal, an evident influence on everyone from Tom Morello to Korn.
0: Okay, I take it all back. Because anyone who influenced the Morello shred... Is okay in my book
1: You're a liar Plus,
0: run, uh, Jam Master J was unfortunately shot down in his prime His prime being a uh, recording studio
1: Okay, I just want to say that For Jam Master J to be number 10 On Spin's 100 Greatest Guitarists of All Times Is a shit show That is shitty That is wrong And that is shitty Who wrote that? Uh, the Spin Staff
0: I know who that is no, you don't. I think they have the wrong color. Oh, stop it. Well, I'm, not, I'm not. Well, you can choose which color that is. Okay. You must be racist if you think I it's guess the I'm color. racist. Exactly. I don't okay. know. Okay.
1: Now, on to Ranker.com. Uh,
0: it's a really wonderful site.
1: We've dealt with them before. Uh, they are all voted on by people. Just regular people out there uh, voting on stuff. So, it's the public. It's more like a people's choice. I rough the public. Number 10, according to Ranker.com, Brian May.
0: Brian, maybe not.
1: You don't think Brian May is a top 10 guitarist of all time?
0: I do not know.
1: Okay. Excellent.
0: I don't think uh, Brian May from Queen. I don't think anyone one the of these people is going to. Well, what? I, I think ninety percent of the people on any of these lists are not going to make my list. Okay, but it's you, just a coincidence that Pete Townsend made the list because.
1: Would you a, have put a, because
0: Pete Townsend is a brilliant guitar player,
1: okay. and
0: that's all there is to it. Okay, I defy anyone to play rhythm guitar as good as Pete Townsend in a rock and roll setting. Okay. Anyway, uh, Brian May is excellent, but you know he's not not. Uh, he doesn't stand out that much. There's Brian one, May standouts
1: is a singer-songwriter and astrophysicist who achieved international fame as the lead guitarist of the rock band Queen. Wait,
0: hold on. I just got to say one thing. Yeah. Uh, the best lead guitarists are their lead, uh, lead guitarists. They're, they're not astrophysicists and lead singers. Okay. Okay. They they play guitar. That's why they're guitar players.
1: He uses a home-built electric guitar called the Red Special.
0: That sounds weird.
1: His compositions for the band include We Will Rock You, Tie Your Mother Down, I Want It All, Fat Bottom Girls, Flash, Who Wants to Live Forever, and The Show Must Go
0: On. Look, there's no doubt that he's a brilliant guitar player. He's actually one of the better rock guitar players from the 1970s. I'll give him that.
1: Okay. So, that's the, p- the public voted for Brian May. Um, okay.
0: If I had to take Brian May or Tommy Shaw, I'm going Tommy Shaw 100%.
1: Okay. Alright. Let's just put that out there. So so far out of the three lists, you agree that
0: I agree Pete with the Townsend. man who knows what he's talking about. Fucking Andy Summers. Okay. That guy's a brilliant guitar player. Okay. He's a fucking jazz aficionado, okay? okay? Wow. Jesus Christ. Dave. What? It's
1: it's off the rails. It's off the rails. You don't have to be angry about the list. It's
0: not off the rails, it's just the reality.
1: Okay. Number nine, according to Rolling Stone. Mr. Dwayne Allman.
0: All right, I got to tell you something. I am agreeing with the fucking Rolling Stones list, so I don't know what to tell you.
1: Let me read a little bit about Dwayne Allman. I grew up playing slide guitar in church, and the whole idea was to imitate the human voice. After the old lady or the preacher stopped singing, we had to carry on the melody of the song just like they had sung it. Just in those terms, Dwayne Allman took it to a whole other level. Who wrote this? He was so much more precise than anybody who'd ever come before. When I first heard those old school Allman Brothers records, it was strange to me because the sound was so similar to what I had grown up listening to.
0: Whoever wrote that knows what they're talking about.
1: Robert Randolph.
0: Oh, he's a better writer than guitar player.
1: Oh, shit, always out of tune. So, Dwayne Allman... Another agreeance.
0: Yep. I would have to say, though, it's not just Dwayne, it's actually Dwayne and Dickie combo. Uh huh. Dickie Betts and Dwayne Allman. All right, let's not forget Dickie.
1: I don't know that anyone's uh, forgetting Dickie, but there's no mention of Dickie in the Dwayne Allman entry on Rolling Stone's Top 100 Guitarist of All Time. Yeah,
0: well, you know, listen to Live at the Fillmore and you see that it's, you know, half of that shit's Dickie, all right? Okay. Don't be right. so dicky, Rolling Stone.
1: Okay. Yeah, That's Robert Randolph.
0: Well, yeah, I already talked about him.
1: Okay. I need you to look the other way because I feel like you're cheating. looking at... Yeah, I feel like you're cheating.
0: All right, let me close my eyes. Let uh, me pull a Stevie Wonder over here.
1: Uh, I, see, you call the Stevie Wonder. I
0: pull call Ray it Charles. a Mitch Hedberg. Oh, well, then I have to go downstairs and smoke some more weed.
1: Spins number nine. best guitarist of all time
0: wait let me just guess Karen Carpenter
1: Eddie Hazel.
0: wow, oh, That's pretty funny. That uh uh okay, so like I said, the people who wrote this are of the wrong color. Eddie Hazel. Coming on like a
1: demented mutation of Jimi Hendrix and Tommy Iomi, the late Eddie Hazel took Funk to a deep, dark, and desolate place on Funkadelic's first three albums, an exploratory musician roaring out of everything from smacked-out hopelessness to afro-futurist euphoria. Many fine axemen have hitched a ride aboard the P-Funk mothership over the years, but Hazel's six-string conflagrations are what are, Oh boy. No. Hazel's six-string conflagrations are what that they and all other heavy funk guitarists are still measured by.
0: A out of that. Eddie Hazel all right, just for bonus points, mm-hmm. uh, can you name the other Hazel in uh, Funk Rock?
1: I can because I befriended him when I worked for The Stern Show. Yeah,
0: motherfucker, that's what I'm talking about.
1: 24 7 Spies. Mm-hmm.
0: We're 24 7 Spies. Okay, enough said. Who the
1: fuck are you? Exactly. Yes, he went. Uh, he and I became friends at some point uh, when I was working for The Stern Show. I was also, you know. M- Metal Mitch Hedberg ch- I was metal chick oh. So I would go to uh, all these shows And I, I must have went to a 24-7 spy show uh, Or somewhere at Lamore And um, um, I, I don't know if he wanted to date me Or just liked me as a friend I don't he, know
0: He liked you as a friend As long as you liked him as a friend If you wanted to date him He wanted to date you
1: We did not have the sex
0: Good now, on to the next topic here. I did go Eddie, with him to get a tattoo. Eddie Hazel is, is a good guitar player, but he's, he's more of a drug fiend than a revolutionary guitarist. Okay. But my list would prove otherwise.
1: And Jimmy Hazel?
0: He's a good guitar player. Okay, there you
1: go. So, number nine, Eddie Hazel, Dave says, no, not in the top ten of all time.
0: Nope. Okay.
1: Let's go back to Ranker. And see who they have. And and I'm
0: just going to say that Uh P-Funk is one of my top ten groups ever.
1: Okay, that's fine. We know that. We've discussed It's not that I don't like
0: the music. It's just that I know know what Eddie Hazel is. is. Dave? Yeah.
1: That's why it's scrutiny. Number nine, according to Ranker...
0: Jeff Beck. Yeah, he's he's definitely top ten. Okay. There's no doubt about it that Jeff Beck is a top ten guitar player. You can always tell Jeff Beck, he has a sound of his own, and uh, that's something that every uh, artist strives to have.
1: Jeffrey Arnold Jeff Beck is an English rock guitarist. He is one of the three noted guitarists who have played with the Yardbirds. Beck also formed the Jeff Beck Group, and Beck Bogart, and a piece. Much of Beck's recorded output has been instrumental with a focus on innovative sound, and his releases have spanned genres ranging, ranging from blues rock, heavy metal, jazz fusion, and an additional blend of guitar rock and electronica.
0: Yeah. That's interesting. Well, there you go. So the some of these people know what they're talking about. That's what
1: I'm saying. I think the people have their their choices, and while you might not agree with Brian May, they're at least uh, more informed choices than Spin. Spin is was Spin was infuriating me.
0: I can't help it if the people haven't heard the really hip guys. All right. You know that's that's on them.
1: Number eight on Rolling Stone. Okay. Do you want to say it since you're a cheater right now? No, I now? didn't see it. I... F- Eddie Van Halen. Number eight? Number eight. Just number eight.
0: Okay. So
1: what are you saying here, David?
0: I'm saying that uh after Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Van Halen is the most important guitar player in rock and roll music ever.
1: Boom. I think number eight is not high enough for Eddie Van Halen. And uh he's innovative and are you he's kidding influential. Me? Number eight.
0: Number eight. It's number eight. Let, anyone who okay. came after Eddie Van Halen uh, didn't play like they would, they played, tried to play like Eddie Van Halen. And mm-hmm. anyone who came before Eddie Van Halen was freaking out because they couldn't play like Eddie Van Halen. It's, that motherfucker was a game changer.
1: Yep. Whether number you eight. like
0: it, him or not.
1: Well, I will tell you number this eight. Rolling Stone as a magazine does not like van halen
0: that's true they hate van halen
1: they hate van halen uh, i didn't know that until i worked for van halen and uh was told that by uh i don't know somebody van i didn't know it wasn't eddie or it, i don't i you didn't speak to Al. eddie all that much <clears throat> uh so here we go when i was 11 i was at my guitar teacher's place and he put on eruption it sounded like it came from another planet I was just learning basic chords, stuff like ACDC and Deep Purple. Eruption really didn't make sense to me, but it was glorious, like hearing Mozart for the first time. Eddie is a master of riffs, Unchained, Take Your Whiskey Home, the beginning of Ain't Talking About Love. He gets sounds that aren't necessarily guitar sounds, a lot of harmonics, textures that happen just because of how he picks. There's a part in Unchained where it sounds like there's another instrument in the riff.
0: There is. To base.
1: And he still has it. I saw Van Halen on the reunion tour two years ago, and the second he came out, I felt that same thing I did when I was a kid. When you see a master, you know it.
0: Oh, there you go. Who said that? Whoever said that knows what they're talking about.
1: That is Mike McCready of Pearl Jam.
0: Well, you like uh, another guy who's a better writer than guitar player.
1: Well, uh, the boom. the truth the truth of the matter is, is that when I was on tour with Van Halen, there would be the Eddie solo would happen and I would walk through the audience and it was like people were at church. They were, their mouths were wide open and they just were watching and it was, it was great. And when, when we went to Nashville, um, our travel lady, uh, our, our travel booker lady, her husband was a musician and they got a whole bunch of free tickets from Dave And so there was maybe 10 of them sitting there in the audience and while, and they were all, you know, except for her, they were all musicians and they were, it was, it was like these 40, 50 year old men were like nine again. It was, it was really amazing to see.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's unique.
1: I mean, I got to see maybe 40 shows on that tour, maybe a little less, but, uh, there were moments during the shows that I would <clears throat> I would stop and make sure I was looking around because it was just amazing. It was it, it it was it. They're great crowds. Those people are are having a time of their lives, and then Eddie comes out and plays that that solo, and uh, you they're just yeah he's, frozen. <laughs> you know
0: he's amazing. Yeah. So but it's not just that he's amazing now. He it's just what he was then really yeah he was then is more amazing
1: yes because it was yeah well he started it he's
0: mm-hmm. st- he
1: started a whole thing
0: i mean it's amazing that he's still alive anyway that's pretty yeah. amazing other than that yeah that that what i'm saying is he's not he's not innovating anything anymore he hasn't innovated, he doesn't have to yeah he hasn't innovated anything since the 80s but what he did in the 70s Changed everything. Yeah,
1: but I'm you know the guy who cures cancer ten years later. You're not going to say, "Well, what have you done for me lately?" He's still yeah, cured cancer. Yeah, but he's not
0: in the spotlight all the time. too. Oh,
1: I don't I don't know that Eddie wants to be in the spotlight
0: all the time. Just every three years.
1: Hey, whatever. If that's a great gig, are you kidding me?
0: No, I understand. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, so number eight, Eddie Van Halen. While we both agree he should be in the top ten, we think eight is way too low. All right. Is it
0: low or high?
1: Right, right, low, low on the list. Yes. Okay. Spin number eight. Johnny Ramone.
0: Just silly. By only Spin magazines, uh, are they even in business anymore? I, I, I'm going to say no, and it's probably because of this list. Spin magazines around and the village voice is out of business? What's wrong with you people?
1: Johnny Ramone. By only playing the downstrokes, Johnny, Mar- Johnny Ramone was working twice as hard as your favorite guitarist. Ultimately, it was the loudest, fastest, ugliest sound around in 1976. A motor rev that zoomed like a jet engine... But felt like bubblegum Born on a $50 guitar stuffed in a shopping bag It was the noise whose influence can be heard on everything From Nirvana to Kelly Clarkson
0: I'm not even going to comment on that
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, I started looking at Spin's list And I was immediately, I was just like You were out of your gosh darn mind Awful, awful list, Spin This is why no one likes you According to ranker.com, number eight. Carlos Santana.
0: Yeah, he's right in there.
1: You agree with Carlos Santana, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, well, uh... Carlos Santana is a Mexican and American musician who first became famous in the late 1960s and early 1970s with his band Santana, which pioneered a fusion of rock and Latin American music. The band's sound featured his melodic blues-based guitar lines set against Latin and African rhythms, featuring percussion instruments such as timbales, and congas, not generally heard in rock music. What well, do you think? Is that uh, are you uh, disagreeing with all this stuff? No, that's fine. I know his performance, uh, Santana's performance during the Woodstock uh, movie, is one of my favorites.
0: Yeah, most of the performances at Woodstock sucked ass. There was only about five that were worthy.
1: Joan Baez and "Amazing Grace" was amazing. Oh, Grace,
0: no, I can't stand her.
1: I, I don't... Like
0: despise Joan Baez. I don't...
1: I'm, that's fine. And, I, you know, at some point we just have to say... I mean, I think she did a beautiful job on that Amazing Grace. I think um, John Sebastian was... Uh,
0: He's good. He was good.
1: He brought a tear to my eye. I thought like I thought his song was beautiful. Uh, Santana was great. Um, their drummer, you said, was 17-year-old Mike Shreve?
0: Yeah, maybe around 17.
1: He was... It was... It, honestly it is the most rocking one i i love it i just it's it's so so great so great so carlos santana you agree a top 10 for you Mm -hmm. all right well there you go number seven from rolling stone
0: Chuck Berry. Eh. I yeah, Chuck. Chuck Berry is so rudimentary that it's just like he really influenced Keith Richards. I don't think Keith Richards is the best, one of the best guitar players. He's a very, very unique, good rhythm guitar player, but. Chuck Berry is like It's more like the vibe and the songs are better than his guitar playing. Like his duck walking is better than his guitar playing.
1: I see. His on stage persona is yeah, better I than mean, his musician uh, he musicality.
0: Play? He's not that it's not that great. Bing ding bing ding bing de bing de, bing It's like what the fuck, man? It's like two notes bending a string. It's, it was like a novelty because, you know, you can't bend a string on a saxophone. Chuck Berry was like the, res- was the reason that guitar players, you know, became the, the lead instrument. So, yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the most influential rock guitar players, but he's not the best. He's not one of the best. He's one of the most influential.
1: All right. Well, uh,
0: Chuck Berry. No, no.
1: Says here, Chuck had the swing. There's rock, but it's the role that counts, and Chuck had an incredible band on those early records. Willie Dixon on bass, Johnny Johnson on piano, Ebbie Hardy, yep. or Freddie Below. Are- so what? They understood what he was about and just swung with it. It didn't get any better than that.
0: That's a, that's a good jazz band. That's a band that's trained as jazz musicians playing simple music. They can hear what he's doing. That's... The Johnny they just talked about is Johnny and Johnny Be Good. He wrote that fucking song. That's why those songs are in B-flat. They're not even in guitar keys. So you
1: disagree with Keith Richards and Rolling Stone. Chuck Berry does well, see, not-
0: What did I say? He, the one person he influenced with Keith Richards. I didn't even look at that. <laughs> it's so stupid. Yeah, Keith, great. We we get it. You love Chuck Berry. We've seen you be yelled at. You know, he yelled at you. Great. Fucking... No, he does no.
1: say the old son of a bitch just turned eighty-five. I wish him a happy birthday. So I don't know when this list was from. Yeah, but uh, it's not. He's passed away it's now.
0: Not that he's he's he is one of the most influential. Johnny B. Good is one of the most influential rock songs. But the band swung their ass off. But Chuck Berry is not a great guitar player. He right? never was. He's just not.
1: He's just a persona.
0: He's Chuck Berry. He's amazing, but okay. he's not a great guitar player. All
1: right. All right. Dave, I understand. No, you know, he good. influenced
0: okay. Pete Townsend. He influenced all those English guys. Gotcha. But they're better than he is. Okay. Like Clapton, he's not. I don't think Clapton's one of the best guitar players, and he's ten times better than Chuck Berry.
1: Okay. Let's let's head over to Spin. Spin's number seven. It's I guess it's a tie between Tom Verlaine and Richard Lloyd.
0: Uh, That's good, because I never heard of either of those people.
1: I believe they're from the band Television.
0: No, I don't want to listen to that stuff.
1: Geography Uh, found television swept up in the New York City punk's first wave.
0: I like the tubes.
1: But Verlaine and Lloyd hardly approached their guitars like angry young men. The pair's fleet-fingered, call-and-response style emphasized long jams, oddball solos, and the spaces between notes. In other words, as punks go, these guys were closer to the Grateful Dead.
0: Alright, first of all... Don't talk about The Grateful Dead, Spin Magazine, because you don't know what you're talking about. Second of all, I'm not going to comment on this. They're not worthy. I can't comment on television.
1: Have you heard of television?
0: Yeah, you know, I used to flip past them on my way to, um, you know, a better band that had a T in it. Okay. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. Well, that's fine.
0: Television.
1: Number seven, according to Ranker.com, BB King.
0: B.B. King's very influential if that's what you like then he's the best guitar player it's subjective isn't it really well g- I'm
1: going through the scrutiny scrutiny what do you think about them
0: well I don't think he's no no okay you know very influential great great player great bluesy guy great singer but uh, his solos get boring after a minute or two they're cool He's cool. I would never put BB King down, but I would never put him on a list like this either.
1: BB King is an American blues musician, singer, songwriter, and guitarist. Rolling Stone magazine ranked him at. Oh, I'm not going. I'm not going to read the rest of that. Uh, and he was ranked. <laughs> and he was ranked number 17 in Gibson's top five guitarists of all time, uh, according to Edward M. Kamara. King introduced a sophisticated style of soloing based on fluid string bending and shimmering vibrato that would influence virtually every electric blues guitarist that followed. He was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1987. And in 2014, he was inducted into the R&B Music Hall of Fame.
0: He is one of the most influential, but he's not one of the best.
1: Okay. That's fine.
0: There's three Alberts. Uh Uh-huh. And I like Albert Collins and Albert King. Wait, what did I just say?
1: You said there's three Alberts. Oh, that's
0: not true. Okay. There's three Kings. I see. Two of them are Albert. I see. Albert... Okay. No.
1: We shouldn't smoke before we Wait, do the show. what am I talking about here?
0: Um, <laughs> you have to edit all this out. I'm no? not.
1: I'm not doing okay, it. Okay, never mind. Okay. Next, on uh, Rolling Stone, number six, B.B. King. Uh, let's see what they say here. B.B.'s influences were set at an early stage. Being from, Indiana- oh. being from Indianola, Mississippi, he goes back far enough to remember the sound of field hollers. And the cornerstone blues figures
0: like... Now that sounds racist. ...like
1: Charlie Patton and Robert Johnson. The single-note phrasing of T-Bone Walker was another thing. You can hear those influences in the choice of melodies that he not only sings vocally, but lets his guitar sing instrumentally. He plays in shortened bursts with a richness and robust delivery. And there is a technical dexterity, a cleanly delivered phrasing. This was sophisticated soloing. It's so identifiable, so clear... It could be written out. John. Yeah, you know what
0: could be written out? Because it's like three fucking notes. How soph- what is sophisticated? Because it's less is more? If less is more and that's sophistication, yes, it's sophisticated.
1: John Lee Hooker, his Retards. stuff was too difficult to write out, but B.B. was a genuine John soloist. John Lee Hooker's
0: stuff is too difficult. Who wrote it? Who's writing it? A non-musician? Billy Gibbons. Steve Vai transcribed Frank Zappa's mistakes. Uh, he's John Lee Hooker's too, too Shut up Billy Gibbons Sorry Billy You retard oh, You're boy. fucking retarded Billy Gibbons Billy
1: Gibbons
0: You know why you're retarded? Not just cause of this Cause you kick a guitar player Off of your fucking tour Who's your opening supporting act Cause he has a Make America Great Again hat on Shut up Are you serious? Yeah I'm serious Billy Gibbons you're a moron You separate politics from music And you just fucked up Go fuck yourself you old man Who was the
1: opening act?
0: Some schmuck Oh. Some right. country schmuck But that's at the point
1: It's not the point But I would like to Then support that person
0: Alright Well go to Countryschmuck.com And you'll find him
1: Alright So B.B. Uh, King. We've already spoke about Now we know how Dave feels About Billy Gibbons This is what
0: I'm saying Okay What I was trying to say Before didn't make any sense yeah, I'm, I, I'm That's true is, is Albert King Uh huh Albert Collins Uh huh And B.B. King Okay and of those three, uh-huh. Albert Collins is the biggest badass. Okay. And Albert King is very hip. Mm-hmm. And B.B. King is the third. All right. But Albert Collins.
1: Okay, we're not... To, this is not the fight. Albert Collins you show. You know, then. if
0: they don't mention Albert Collins... I'm gonna go have to have a talk with these motherfuckers.
1: Well, Dave, we can wait till the end of these lists and then we can ask you who's not on the list that you would say.
0: Yeah, you know who I say? Albert Collins. Okay.
1: Well okay. thanks for ruining it.
0: Oh, sorry. Fast forward to Albert Collins.
1: Going on to spin. Number Tim- six. Timberlane. Prince no. Number 6 Prince You do not think Prince is a top 10 of all time guitarists? No The show ending jam at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony Is rarely more than a lazy circle jerk But such is the brilliant flamboyance of Prince's guitar playing that With his epic solo on George Harrison's While My Guitar Gently Weeps At the 2004 Ho- Hall of Fame show He hijacked the entire event and made it his own spectacular wank session. Then, as always, Prince gloriously brash, playing by turns, funky, by turns funky, fluid, and screaming, set the benchmark for six-string swagger.
0: Whoever well, wrote that likes to hear, it. see, I'd like to read, see them. They like to hear themselves speak.
1: Yeah, uh, I, f- I feel like, uh, I feel like, spin is awful and they should feel awful.
0: Prince was a good, he was a very very good guitar player. Yes. These people, you know, they're just trying to make some sort of political point or they obviously aren't or they haven't actually educated themselves in terms of guitar players. Yes.
1: Your favorite and the and best are not necessarily the same. Right? Perhaps. Okay. Number 6 according to ranker.com. Ranker. One of my favorites. David Gilmore.
0: He's very good. He's very good. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Okay. Here I mean, we if, go. if David Gilmour is so good. Gilmour. If David Gilmore is so good. Thanks, Doctor I'd, like I'd like to see i like to see him in a setting outside of what he he's comfortable in. Take him out of his comfort zone. You know what he's gonna do? He's gonna go get a drink. So? So he's not the one of the best. Oh. He's good. Uh, he's a good Pink Floyd guitar player. I see. Let him sit in with fucking Les Paul if he were still alive. Okay. He's gonna be like, uh "Hi, Les. Uh, I can't really hang in this uh, sari
1: So you think that Gilmore can only do Pink Floyd stuff?
0: He's good, but he's very one-sided. He's he's not he's not as good as Carlos Santana. Okay. And uh, Carlos Santana uh, would have to sit out with a lot of these jazz cats.
1: David John Gilmore is an English musician, singer, songwriter, and multi-instrumentalist. He is best known for his work as the guitar and co-lead vocalist of the progressive rock band Pink Floyd.
0: No, that's not progressive rock. I didn't it's think it was psychedelic. progressive. psychedelic rock.
1: Okay. I didn't think it was progressive.
0: But what do you call King Crimson then? I don't know. You don't call them. They call you.
1: It is estimated that by 2012, the group had sold over 250 million records worldwide. Wow. Uh, That's a lot of records. So, uh, I do love David Gilmour. I love
0: him too. He's a great guitar player.
1: I hear there's something about the tone of his guitar. I know it's him right away.
0: Do you think Tommy Shaw's not better than him?
1: This is, this, this is Dave scrutiny, not uh, Shecky scrutiny. Tommy
0: Shaw might play circles around David Gilmore.
1: All right. All right.
0: Whether you like his hair or not.
1: Going back to Rolling Stone, number five.
0: This is the problem. These people act as if jazz music doesn't exist. These are Rolling Stone
1: is a rock magazine. Spin well, I
0: hate to tell you, guitar players play other music than rock and the best ones don't just play rock.
1: Okay. Well, this is we're doing rock right now. God, can... they're
0: retarded. It's just like, let's just ignore a whole thing just for the convenience of it. Okay. it doesn't make your life a lot easier just to ignore the very best. Number five. According... It's almost like the Negro League, like white people not letting black people into the fucking baseball league. Isn't that convenient? Yeah, you let him in, and then all your records go to shit.
1: Number five, according to Rolling Stone, is Jeff Beck. Jeff Beck has the combination of brilliant technique with personality. It's like he's saying, I'm Jeff Beck. I'm right here, and you can't ignore me. (laughs) That's true. Even in the Yardbirds, he had a tone that was melodic, but in your face. Bright, urgent, and edgy, but sweet at the same time. You could tell he was a serious player, and he was going for it. He was not holding back. Mike Campbell of the Heartbreakers.
0: Nice. You know what this is? This is the this is uh, Rolling Stone. Has these people writing these articles are better than normal Rolling Stone writers?
1: Yeah, but those Mike Campbell of the Heartbreakers had no
0: choice in this pick.
1: He didn't know. Well, I don't know. They might have said, "Give us three people that influenced you."
0: Oh, and they chose Um, to use him because it was one of the reader's choices
1: no but i'm thinking that mike campbell didn't say okay jeff beck should be number five you know what i mean like i don't think they had an opportunity to rate them i think they were just asked to write about them
0: jeff beck i thought you liked jeff beck i do like jeff beck
1: why did you say it like that like you had disdain like he had stolen your date from the prom
0: like like jeff beck's the best guitar player
1: okay he's not in your top 10 did we already establish Look, that?
0: he is in my top ten, but that's because I know what I'm talking about.
1: You maybe Mike Campbell of the Heartbreakers knows.
0: Mm, possibly, but I doubt it.
1: Oh, okay.
0: The he's guy is a dream. He's too busy running down a dream to know about John McLaughlin, who I don't think is one of the best, but he's in that genre.
1: Spins number five. <laughs> Jay Mascus.
0: <laughs> Shut up. I like Dinosaur Jr. more than the next guy, but, you know, Jay Maskus, he's probably a better drummer than he is a guitar player. In
1: multiple interviews with Spin over the course of his band's first 15 years, the altogether inscrutable Dinosaur Jr. frontman said he'd insisted on cranking his guitar to such high volumes because the instrument itself was so wimpy. He also spent many moments deep in liquefying solo, thinking of dinner.
0: He's pretty. Uh, he's Con- pretty deep, man.
1: Considered a savant by some, Maskus wields an idiosyncratic, always mesmeric uh. approach that ren- that's rendered him a pot punk p- pioneer. Oh boy, he's a pot punk pioneer, bro. A guitar titan who's bridged the gaps between Neil Young and Prince and Minor Threat without so much as raising his voice. Jay Maskus, top ten of all time, Dave.
0: No, that's, they're, they're completely tripping.
1: Top 100?
0: No. I didn't think so. All He's right. the top guitar player for Dinosaur Jr.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. There's your, there's your uh, participation award, Jay Maskus. All right, let's go to Ranker. Their number uh, six was David Gilmore, who I love. But uh, Dave said, no, not a top 10. Number five, Ranker, Eddie Van Halen.
0: Uh, getting closer.
1: Uh, Eddie Van Halen yeah. is at Dutch... Yes?
0: I could handle Eddie Van Halen being number five if the other four were, like, really hip, but they're not going to be. So. Well, we'll see. Okay.
1: Eddie Van Halen is a Dutch-born American musician, songwriter, and producer. He's best known as the lead guitarist, keyboardist, and co-founder of the hard rock band Van Halen. We've already spoke at length about Eddie Van Halen. Did yes. you have anything else you wanted to add? No. Okay. Back to the Rolling Stone. There, yes.
0: No, go ahead.
1: There, number four, Keith Richards.
0: No, no, no. No. He's not even the best guitar player in the Rolling Stones. <laughs> it's so absurd. It's uh, ridiculous.
1: I remember being in junior high school, hearing satisfaction and being freaked out by what it did to me. It's a combination of the riff and the chords moving underneath it. Keith wrote two and three note themes that were more powerful than any great solo.
0: Hey, I dig how the riff goes up and the chords go down. That's cool. I dig. He plays.
1: He played the vibrato rhythm and the lead guitar in Gimme Shel- Shelter. I don't think anyone has ever created a mood that dark and sinister. There is a clarity between those two guitars that leaves this ominous space for Mick Jagger to sing through. Nobody does alternate tunings better than Keith.
0: So this is more like a rhythm guitar songwriting type of thing. It's not a, this is not great guitar playing. This is like songwriting.
1: Well, this is uh, they they asked this person to write something about Keith Richards, and this is what this person wrote.
0: I mean, if you're gonna give that up to Keith Richards, wouldn't you have to just give the same up to uh, Dave Davies with uh, "You Really Got Me"? Mm-hmm. And uh, everyone knows that Dave Davies is not a top ten guitar player.
1: Can I now tell you who wrote this?
0: Dave Davies.
1: No, oh. Nils Lofgren.
0: Oh, that little midget fuck.
1: Okay, Dave.
0: Huh?
1: He's adorable. Okay. Okay. I like Nils. 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 He's so tiny and cute. Um, On to spin? Or do you have something more to say about Keith Richards?
0: Uh, I'm, I'm blanking, man. Okay, that's Who fun. is the guitar player for The Stones? Who's better than him? I'm just blanking on the name right this second. Oh, man. Ron uh, Wood? No, no, no. He's the lead cat, man. Oh, I'm fucking up. Wyman? No, that's the bass player.
1: Ron Wood, Bill something?
0: No, why can't I remember?
1: Let me look it up. Mm, Jesus. Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Bill Wyman. McT- Ch- uh, Mick Taylor. Mick Taylor.
0: Mick Taylor is the best guitar player in the Rolling Stones. I'm just saying Keith Richards is not as good as Mick Taylor, and who would say that Mick Taylor is a top ten player? I'm not one.
1: Okay. I don't... Okay. How long has Mick Taylor been in the band?
0: He was in the band only for a short period. I see. And the thing is, um, Peter Green, the original guitar player for Fleetwood Mac, Uh is way heavier and better than Keith Richards.
1: All right. Well, let's see if he makes these lists. Spins number four. Kurt Cobain. Shut up.
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's nauseating.
1: The solo that snakes through the final third of Nirvana's course-changing Smells Like Teen Spirit is little more than a sly rip of the song's chorus melody. Frontman Cobain is rarely described as a technical virtuoso, but he did have a fantastic intuitive feel for the guitar, mirroring his gift for unshakable... John Lennon-inspired songcraft.
0: He had a feel for pawning a guitar.
1: It looked and felt so natural as an extension of his body, despite the back, stomach, mental pain it allegedly caused him, that every drop of song seemed to show exactly what was happening on the inside.
0: guitars don't cause stomach pain.
1: Punk's urgency clasping hands with every classic pop melody he ever absorbed. Who ever heard of a guitar causing stomach pain?
0: Maybe it's the heroin and the bad diet, you moron. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: I'm, uh, I, uh. Maybe it
0: was Courtney Love slowly poisoning your food.
1: Yeah, there you go. Spoiler alert. Kurt
0: Cobain. Ugh.
1: Yeah, I don't agree with this one. This is, this is, uh.
0: Why wouldn't they just say that John Lennon's a top 10 guitar player?
1: There you go. Maybe they do. Maybe That's, he's coming top they'd have to up. be out of their minds. So, Kurt Cobain, not in your top 100, I'm going to guess. Kurt Cobain, he's not a guitar player. No. What is he?
0: He's a, He was a uh, frontman performance artist. Okay. That's what I consider But he him.
1: did have a guitar, but... Yeah, but,
0: you know, look, I have a guitar. Okay. I'm not a top 10 guitar player. All right. I could play better than Kurt Cobain.
1: Okay. Fuck
0: Kurt Cobain. Okay. I, I play better than Kurt Cobain. I would never even play in public.
1: All right. Well, there you go. I wouldn't.
0: Uh, that's the guy is so vain. Well, uh,
1: he's he's dead, so I don't know if he's. Yeah, vain. there's
0: a reason he's dead. Uh huh. He's a talentless cunt. Okay. Kurt Cobain. I heard those guys in 1991. I was like, w- what? Exactly. What is this?
1: He's no Eddie Van Halen.
0: He's not. He's not. And then he tries to make fun of Eddie Van Halen in his videos. Go fuck yourself. Go you fuck bo- yourself. You Marble mouth fuck.
1: You fucker, cocksucking fucker. Okay. Get it all out Kurt
0: Cobain. Now? Why, why don't you say Dave Grohl's is the top ten guitar player? Well, maybe he is. He's man. not.
1: Okay, we're not there yet. God. Okay, from Ranker, are number four, their number five was Eddie Van Halen, their number four, Stevie Ray Vaughan. <laughs> all right cool. oh you're down with that
0: stevie ray top 10 player absolutely 100 percent.
1: stevie ray vaughn was an american musician singer songwriter and record producer in spite of a short-lived mainstream career spanning seven years
0: well, record producer he
1: is widely considered one of the most influential Influential electric guitarist in the history of blues music and one of the most important figures in the revival of blues in the 1980s.
0: was he a blood donor too?
1: All music describes him as a rocking powerhouse of a guitarist who gave blues a burst of momentum in the 80s, with influence still felt long after his tragic death. Born and raised in Dallas, Texas, Vaughn began playing guitar at the age of seven, inspired by his older brother Jimmy.
0: Oh, number one son.
1: <laughs> so jimmy uh not ray vaughn also plays guitar
0: jimmy ray vaughn Jim, <laughs> jimmy vaughn a great guitar player but uh not the same as stevie ray at all
1: so what do you so you agree with stevie ray top 10 yes that's excellent anything else you want to say about
0: him uh very powerful man very powerful guitar player have you
1: seen him live
0: I saw him live okay. his music almost made me pass out really He's very powerful
1: Wow, okay There's
0: only a few people who can do that I told you that
1: Okay, alright
0: well, Yeah. Pete Kovacevic Yes Not too many other people Okay Maybe Jimmy Page Okay Something about that, uh, you know, I don't know
1: Okay, did it bring you it's to tears? Notes.
0: No, I'm just saying it's they, they hit the notes
1: Okay, yes, the notes,
0: alright Yeah, you know, B.B. King is not going to make you fall down Okay It might make you uh, go out and get a drink Alright Because you're bored
1: Alrighty, that's enough. Now, number three, according to Rolling Stone, Jimmy Page.
0: All right. Yes, I have to agree with that.
1: Listening to what Jimmy Page does on guitar can transport you. As a lead player, he always plays the right thing for the right spot. He's got such a remarkable taste. The solo on a heartbreaker has such incredible immediacy. He's teetering on the edge of his technique, and it's still a showstopper.
0: Yeah. Wait. If, oh. if that's Satan worship, I'm in.
1: Uh, but you can't look at just his guitar playing on its own. You have to look at what he did with it in the studio and how he used it in the songs he wrote and produced.
0: Yes. Jimmy built this Hey motherfucking man. In,
1: Jimmy built this incredible catalogue of experience on the Yardbirds and doing session work, so when he did the first Led Zeppelin record, he knew exactly what kind of kind of sound he wanted to get.
0: This man knows what he's talking about.
1: This man is Joe Perry.
0: Well, there you go. Thank you, Joe.
1: Thank you, Joe. Joe Perry. You know what you're talking about.
0: Uh, Godspeed, Joe. You just approves. had a problem. Joe oh. Perry just uh I was taken away in ambulance. Uh, his guest uh, appearance at uh, the latest Billy Joel concert.
1: Oh no! But
0: I think he's going to be okay.
1: Oh, some sort
0: of heart scare.
1: Jeez Louise!
0: Hey, hell of a truck.
1: All right. Well, we don't know that that's the case. No,
0: not anymore. But I'm saying the years of it.
1: Well, God bless Joe Perry and Jimmy Page. Even though he had a 14-year-old tied to a radiator in his hotel room. Number three, and uh, Dave agrees. So moving along. Number three for Spin Magazine, John Fahey.
0: Okay, I don't know who that is.
1: John Fahey hunted blues 78's Door to Door. Honed his craft during all-night gas station shifts.
0: Okay, I don't think that's a real person. Founded
1: a DIY label in 1959 and single-handedly built a world for free-thinking acoustic guitarists.
0: Okay, he's he's a made-up person.
1: Working in what he later called cosmic sentimentalism.
0: That doesn't exist.
1: Dubbed the Tacoma School by others. Who are these people? Fahey liberated American folk, country, and blues music from traditions. Oh, he's a
0: hippie. One of these hippie guys.
1: Arced from... Imagistic proto-minimalistic finger-picking Jesus Christ, that's a mouthful To late career blip-outs with reverent student Jim O'Rourke His legacy is as complicated and sweeping as his interests and idiosyncrasies And you can hear him in contemporary collegiate heroes M. Ward, Will Oldham Hardline acoustic technicians Glenn Jones, James Blackshaw And abstract expressionist Bill O'Rourke orcut and tom carter
0: okay all these people are made up they don't have, none of this actually exists
1: it's well pretty, i find him pleasant yes yeah, it's, it's pretty average it's pleasant i don't think he's number three of uh all time <laughs>
0: who wrote that
1: i i again it's a spin staff spin magazine staff
0: spin as in putting a spin on the truth
1: i uh i think they were talking about spinning records way back in the day but what's a uh, record Anyway, on to Ranker.com, their number three pick is Eric Clapton. <laughs> What do you think? Eric I Clapton, love for, top I, lo- I,
0: I actually love Eric Clapton.
1: You love Eric Clapton? I do. But, but? I
0: don't think he's one of the best guitar players. You don't? No, but I do love his guitar playing. Is he a top 20? Not for me. But he's not, he's, he's not a bad guitar player. Right. He's great. He's, he's fun to listen to. Okay. But yeah, he's, he's good. He's very good. If, you're, if your scope is that, you know, if you think B.B. King is the best... Then you might really like Eric Clapton.
1: Okay. Uh, That's, you know,
0: that's a very small window.
1: Let me just read a little bit here. Eric Patrick Clapton is an English musician, singer, songwriter, and guitarist. He is the only three-time inductee to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, once as a solo artist and separately as a member of the Yardbirds and Cream. Clapton has been referred to as one of the most important and influential guitarists Wait. Of all time,
0: a solo artists, Cream and Yardbirds. Uh huh. He could go in again with Derek and Dominoes because of Layla. There you go. He could be four. Is there a fifth? Do I hear five for Eric Clapton? uh There might be a fifth. We just haven't heard it. Didn't yet. he
1: play? What was the? What was the, his band with uh, Phil Collins?
0: I was just Eric Clapton.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, so, but definitely this fourth one with, uh, I mean, Derek and the Dominoes, that's basically vintage, vintage, vintage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Also, Blind Faith. He's in Blind Faith. He could do it with Blind so he Faith. So, could,
1: he could get in there a couple more times. Yeah.
0: He's, look. Dude, that's impressive. Eric Clapton is a fucking monster. I love him. He's a great guitar player. He's a great singer.
1: Just not in your top ten.
0: I just. There's just too much music out there, and too many great guitar players.
1: Okay, that's fine. That's fine. This is this is this is uh, this show is all about your particular. Uh, he's opinions. excellent. No one is saying that you don't think he's excellent. You've said it many times, but yeah. you just don't think he's top ten. I saw excellent. him.
0: I saw him with Phil Collins on drums. Okay. It was entertaining as fuck.
1: All right. Number two from Rolling Stone. You better not be looking.
0: I'm not. I'm listening.
1: Eric Clapton. Oh, who is he? Eric Clapton is basically the only guitar player who influenced me. Even though I don't sound like him, there was a basic simplicity to his playing. I know who's
0: saying this, and I'm not looking. It's (laughs) Eddie Van Halen.
1: There was a basic simplicity to his playing, his style, his vibe, and his sound. He took a Gibson guitar and plugged it into a Marshall, and that was it. The basics. The blues. His solos were melodic and memorable. And that's what guitar solo should be. Part of the song. Is that I Eddie could, Van Halen? I could hum them to you.
0: Let me tell you something. The reason Eddie Van Halen is so good is because of what he just said and because he's influenced by Clapton.
1: By he Eddie said he Van lear- Halen. Eddie
0: Van Halen said he learned Sitting on Top of the World solo note for note. If you listen to that guitar playing on Sitting on Top of the World, that's a great bluesy guitar playing. Uh, Eric Clapton, uh, not top ten, but... Really very, very good. He might just sneak in the top ten because he's influenced people like Eddie Van Halen. The fact that Eddie Van Halen's more influenced by Clapton than Hendrix tells you something. That's why fucking Eddie is so bluesy.
1: Yeah. Okay. So number two according to Rolling Stone Eric Clapton. Number two, according to Spin Magazine, Spin's 100 Greatest Guitarists of All Time list, their number two, Kevin Shields from My Bloody Valentine.
0: That person doesn't exist either.
1: Shields. That's a fake person. For an album with a photo of a guitar on its cover, My Bloody Valentine's signature opus Loveless is what happens when Kevin Shields puts his mind to making that instrument sound like anything but. Thanks to some skillful, ingenious tremolo abuse, the opening siren of Only Shallow, the moose call of Touched, and the woozy haze of I Only Said are as dramatic and jarring and alien and deeply influential musical moments as anything to come out of the eventful early 90s and it's telling that Shields has never attempted to top it My Bloody Valentine, Dave Have you ever heard of them?
0: Isn't that a bad horror movie?
1: Have you ever heard of Kevin Shields?
0: I think I've heard of the band I've never heard of the guitar player That's just, it's nonsense Absolute nonsense
1: My Bloody Valentine songs that make me want to kill myself. <laughs> uh oh, no thank you. So no spin. It's a, it's a, was Spin trying to be like edgy or something?
0: I just can't wait till they're out of business. I don't know what they're trying to I think to be. they might be
1: out of business already. They're no good. Greatest guitarist of all time, according to ranker.com. They're number two. Jimmy Page. So we've talked about Jimmy Page uh, a lot already. So you agree that that's a...
0: Yeah, he's right up there.
1: He's definitely in the top 10.
0: Yeah, and honestly, it's like not just his lead guitar playing, but it's what he did in the studio. It's his layering of guitars, his mastery of the studio with his guitar. All right. He is a symphonic genius.
1: Okay. Number one, according to Rolling Stone magazine...
0: Jimi Hendrix Well, that's politically correct, isn't it?
1: Are you you saying he does not deserve to be in the top 10?
0: Oh, of course he deserves to be in the top 10. Okay. But isn't it just a little cliché that he's number one?
1: I don't think it's cliché. I think a lot of people put him at number one. Yeah,
0: a lot of people haven't heard the music I've heard.
1: Jimi Hendrix exploded our idea of what rock music could be. He manipulated the guitar, the whammy bar, the studio, and the stage. On songs like Machine Gun or Voodoo Child, his instrument is like a di is like a divining rod of the turbulent 60s. You can hear the riots in the streets and napalm bombs bo- dropping in his star-spangled banner. Yeah, man. You know who wrote that?
0: Uh, someone who's a douchebag.
1: You're right! It was Tom Morello! <laughs> <laughs>
0: there you go. I could just tell. What a douchey thing to say. Let me. You know what? Tom Morello, go fuck yourself. This is the thing. Yeah? Jimi Hendrix may very well be the number one guitar player of all time. Uh-huh. Uh, just because of what he did for guitar, his popularity,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and his actual guitar playing. He he is amazing. He was groundbreaking. Without Jimi Hendrix, there's no Eddie Van Halen. Okay. Whether Eddie acknowledges it or not. Right. And uh, it's just when you put Jimi Hendrix as number one, I would appreciate it if you really knew what you were talking about. And you weren't just comparing him to Keith Richards.
1: Okay. I don't know that. Oh, I see. Just because they're in the same list.
0: I'm just saying, you know, Jimi Hendrix and then these other guys that no one seems to mention. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. But you just put them there because that's what you know. That's who you think is the best because you've been told that. Mm -hmm. Do you really even know? I don't think so.
1: Yeah, Tom Morello. Uh... It's a small
0: window. It's a small window. Jimi Hendrix is an electric blues guitar player with with a lot of effects on his guitar. Mm-hmm. It's a small window. Okay. He could have played with Miles Davis, but only on a, a style that Miles was most willing to play that Jimmy would fit into. Oh, I see what Jimi you're saying. Jimmy couldn't play on the standards. Jimmy's not a classically guitar. He's not a trained jazz player. Mm-hmm. He could barely read music okay you know Stephen wonder can't read music but it's because he's blind right steven wonder is 10 times the musician that Jimi hendrix ever was okay so you think Jimi hendrix is the best guitar player it's because you just don't un- you just don't know enough about music to really understand what you're talking about gotcha you might think you do but you don't
1: all right let's go to see what, who uh spins number one is are you ready yeah Lee Ronaldo and Thurston Moore from Sonic Youth.
0: Those people don't exist either. That's those are fake people.
1: It's hard to imagine where we would be without Sonic Youth.
0: Yes, it is.
1: It's unlikely another smart post-punk band founded around the same time, Big Black, the Meat Puppets, could have delivered us from hardcore's fury quite the same way.
0: Big Black, the Meat Puppets. Big Black, comma, the Meat Puppets. Are they speaking English?
1: What would indie rock sound like if Sonic Youth's sublime din hadn't enchanted and derailed all the college rock bands their of the mid eighties? The guitar
0: players are not involved with indie rock or punk. <laughs> that's not ridiculous. That's
1: like yeah, that's like saying uh, the Clash were great musicians. Yeah,
0: like so Beethoven's new punk album.
1: It's 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 exactly opposite of the genre.
0: It's it's the opposite of the point.
1: It's that's what I'm saying. Yeah uh anyway uh spin i hope this whoever wrote this the whole lot of you hung yourselves
0: i hope you spin off the side of a road (laughs) exactly
1: spin right into a ditch because this is a terrible list and it's done nothing but infuriate me thurston howell he was the best
0: guitar player on gilligan's island there
1: you go that might be true all right and now finally rankers number one
0: okay Jimi Hendrix.
1: Okay. So we've already spoke uh, about uh, Jimi Hendrix. Uh, just quickly, James Marshall. Jimi Hendrix was an American guitarist, singer, and songwriter. Although his mainstream career spanned only four years, mm-hmm. he is widely regarded as one of the most influential electric guitarists in the history of popular music and one of the most celebrated musician, musicians of the 20th century.
0: He is. He's one of the best. He's the one of the most influential and he can actually play.
1: Yes. Uh, Born in Seattle, Washington, Hendrix began playing guitar at the age of 15. In 1961, he enlisted in the U.S. Army and was granted an honorable discharge the following year. Yep. So there you go. Uh, So we... The... The Rolling Stone and the Rancor lists are about what I'd expect uh, from them. The spin is absolutely horrible. Uh, did you put together your own top 10 list?
0: Maybe I have some on there.
1: Which one is your top 10 list?
0: Uh, I think I have like 20 guitar players.
1: Yes, you have one, two, three, four, five, six. I seven. have uh,
0: rock players, and then I have jazz players, because uh, it's like you know two different worlds.
1: I see you have Schofield here. Yeah, is he your favorite?
0: John Schofield is one of my top guitar players of all time. Yes.
1: But you don't have a number. You don't want to associate a number with him.
0: Uh, he's just—he's in the top ten for sure.
1: He's in the top ten. Yep. And he should be on at least the Rolling Stone list. Definitely. Hiram S- Bullock. Hey.
0: I like him even more than John Scofield. Okay. He passed away. Hiram might be my favorite guitar player ever.
1: Really? Tell us a little bit about him.
0: Just an amazing uh, rock, jazz, R&B, blues guitar player, funky. Uh, He was the original guitar player on The Letterman Show. Oh. He was on Saturday Night Live band. He... uh, yeah, he's just, uh, he was just an amazing player. He played with Jocko and Will Lee all the time. He's one of these... See, Back in the 80s, there was three guitar players in New York, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You had uh, John Schofield, mm-hmm. Mike Stern, mm-hmm. and Hiram Bullock. Those three dominated. John Schofield and Mike Stern both played with Miles. Hiram... I don't know why he didn't play with Miles, but... Hiram... Hiram was the best of those three, in my opinion. Uh, just, he could play like Hendrix, he could play like jazz players, he could play like a horn player, he could play like anything. It was just amazing. Like, if you asked Paul Schaefer about Hiram Bullock, he would just rave about him. With the exception of maybe he was late a lot of the time.
1: So he's passed away?
0: He passed away, yeah. He was replaced by Sid McGinnis. Uh and Sid McGinnis kept the gig for like what 30 years or something
1: so can you tell me who you think is the your your top g- guitarist that is alive right now that is still alive
0: <sighs> that's uh, hard to say I can't believe that none of these lists mentioned Frank Zappa didn't mention Frank Zappa that's the stupid
1: so Frank Zappa's on your top 10 of all time as
0: well definitely Zappa Santana Hendrix
1: you told me Hendrix wasn't your top ten
0: I said he wasn't necessarily number one and if he was number one you better know why he's there I feel like it's just token he's like a token number one I feel like people don't really even know what they're talking about when they say he's number one like that's that's like who's number one Uh, Hendrix oh okay of course
1: I'm surprised at the lack of ace Frehley on any of these
0: lists Carlos Santana, one of my favorites, who's still alive. Jimmy Page, also. Uh, Schofield.
1: Is Ace Frehley on your list?
0: No. John Abercrombie. I love you, Ace Frehley. John Abercrombie. Who's that? Another jazz guitar player from the seventies, fusion guitar player. Alive. Amazing, alive. Probably about eighty.
1: No, you were used. uh, Larry
0: Carlton. Okay. Larry Carlton played with on uh, Steely Dan, and he's got a song called Room Three Thirty Five
1: who's the one that came up with the reeling in the years solo
0: reeling in the years is elliot randall
1: that's a very uh is he a top 10
0: no but that's a great guitar solo and jimmy page at the time called that the best guitar solo he had ever heard
1: maybe we should do a scrutiny top 10 guitar solos of all time
0: eddie van halen definitely top 10 kazumi watanabe who is that Better than Jeff Beck, in my opinion, just oh, maybe a little bit less of a... The only thing Beck has over Kazumi is that he's more identifiable. You can always tell it's him.
1: Who's Kazumi?
0: Kazumi is a great uh, Japanese guitar player. Oh. There's there's a whole world of Japanese musicians who are who will play circles around 90% of the people on these lists, and none of these people are even bothered to hear of them.
1: Wow. What about Pat Metheny?
0: Amazing guitar player, but in my opinion, relatively soulless. Oh. Stiff, uh, no soul. Okay. Unblues. So li-
1: I've s- seen you listening to him at some point. Yeah,
0: Pat Metheny's great, and he used to play with Jocko. You know, Jocko is one of my favorite musicians of all time. Yes. So anyone who worked with Jocko is top-notch. That's why Hiram Bullock is top-notch. He wouldn't work with Jocko unless you were top-notch.
1: Though soulless. What's that? You said Pat Metheny was soulless.
0: Yes, but top-notch soulless yeah but okay. you know he has moments of brilliance it's All just right. you know not my cup of tea necessarily he's, he's a technical genius okay he's, he's amazing it's just there's no soul he's the opposite of B.B. King
1: alright that's fine
0: um, Steve Morse from the Dixie Dregs also played for uh, Deep Purple he was very good in the 1970s.
1: Very good or top 10?
0: <sighs> Maybe not top 10, but honorable mention for sure. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at this, thinking of anyone else. Yeah, but honestly, like, Hiram Bullock, you know.
1: He's your favorite.
0: Yeah, he just had a certain uh, personality when he's playing, sense of humor. And he just kicked ass, too. He just was wailing. So. Yeah, I'd have to give it up to Hiram. And Schofield really great too, but Hiram better in my opinion. Okay. But none of these people know who he was. They don't they don't bother to know.
1: Well, I don't know that I don't know that they don't bother I just did the top ten list. Hiram
0: two... Bullock plays okay. the solo on Big Shot. Billy Joel's that song. Oh, okay. Look, he's a great, great guitar player. Now, Jimmy Page is nowhere near as good a guitar player as Hiram Bullock was, but Jimmy Page is way better.
1: Probably way more influential.
0: Yeah. And he's way better like riff writer and, you know, creator of music. You could say that Zeppelin stole stuff, but no one did what, what they did in the studio. No one could work like Jimmy Page worked with his guitars. You listen, listen to how many tracks he's layered, how he layers those tracks. They work together. It's, he's a genius. He's a genius at multi-tracking. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. That's fine.
0: Yeah. All right. I just, you know, oh, he's Led Zeppelin stole it Did he? He made it better than any of those original things. Anything they stole, they made better. It sounds better.
1: Okay. All right. All right. You take your Greta Van okay.
0: Fleet and shove it up your ass. All right. We I didn't comp- have to I go compel there. you to listen to Jimmy Page and Robert Plant mm. live at, in Irving, California at 19- 19... Is it Irving Irvine mm-hmm. 19 seven, 1995 at the Irvine something or other. Okay. That's some, that's some shit right there. They have a fucking, uh, have a whole orchestra and then they have an amazing band and you'll see how good they are. Even at that later stage compared to what we're, th- we're calling the new Led Zeppelin. Okay. They, they should be ashamed of themselves.
1: All right. All right. Well, This has been our episode number
0: 28, Scrutiny. It's going to be a test, you fucking goddamn bastards, and you're not going to pass my class because I hate every one of you.
1: All right. This has been episode number 28, Scrutiny, Dave on various top 10 guitarists of all time lists.
0: The only way you're passing this class, asshole, is if you give me some weed. Slip me a little weed, motherfucker. Then I'll give you an A. But don't let anyone see.
1: Uh,
0: As a matter of fact, just drop it in the hallway mm -hmm. and I'll pick it up. I promise. All right. You didn't drop it. You're going to get an F. You little faggot. The show's over, David. Sorry.
1: All right. We will. uh, If you uh, have any messages you would like to leave us, you can call our hotline at 6 nope, 707 MAC. 043 M A C K 043. If you would like to leave us a message uh, textually, I suppose you can leave a message uh, on the YouTube or uh, send us a tweet at middle aged cool on Twitter. Um, I think the people who listen to us most, I, I can see the stats on this show, and most of, most of the people are listening to us on either Stitcher or iTunes, and uh, so there's that. I don't think that people who are listening on Stitcher and iTunes are the types to follow us on the Twitter, or you can follow me on Gab, um, I, we are at Middle-Aged Cool Kids on Gab, 4,000, almost 4,000
0: followers on Gab. Oh, wrong riff, Gab. Oh,
1: okay. That just uh, sounded not good in my microphone. Oh. I think... Did Did you just break another microphone? What? No, everything's fine. Say it again?
0: Everything's fine.
1: Okay. So, uh, it's been another great show and, uh, we thank you so much for listening, uh, we have a, a special show coming up that we will not talk about right now. But uh, anything else? Any final words? And, I'm, and I mean like a sentence, not like Ray Davies and uh, a half hour.
0: What? It, what? Ray Davies in a half hour. I mean,
1: I said, does he have any final words to say goodbye? And I and I meant, you know, final words like a sentence, as opposed to let me talk about Ray Ray Davies. All right,
0: let me just say one thing. Okay. A friend of mine, in the uh, early 1990s, was That's... sitting in the bar on the Upper West Side. Okay. He looks over. Uh huh. And guess who's sitting there? Ray Davies. Ray Davies. And he says, Ray, excuse me, Ray. Ray looks up at him. He says. Thanks for the tunes, man. And Ray said, you're welcome. And that was it.
1: Who was this person? A friend of yours?
0: little Nick Rana. Who? Nicky Nicky Rana.
1: Oh, I thought you said something else. Well, thanks for the tunes, man. Thanks for the tunes, man.
0: He didn't want to bother him, but he had to let him know that he dug it. Ray was sitting alone, and I just heard recently that Ray actually likes to go and sit alone in little dive bars on and waits the, uh, for in, Nick
1: Reiner to man- show up
0: in Manhattan. He says some of the favorite things he does is just sit alone and people watch people in bars. Watch.
1: Well, people watching is a great thing to do. So he watched
0: Nick come up to him and say, "Thanks, man.
1: Thanks for the tunes. Ray. Thanks for
0: the tunes, man."
1: All right. Well, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, Nick Reiner, for the story about the tunes.
0: One time I was... Oh, uh, come uh, on.
1: I said it was... <laughs> I said we were winding down.
0: Oh, one time I was camping in the woods, you With see?
1: Nick Reiner? With
0: Nick Reiner, okay. exactly. We're
1: going to have to have a Nick Reiner episode, apparently. Yeah, what
0: happened was uh, it mm-hmm. was raining really hard, you see, and mm-hmm. I was up against some rednecks.
1: What? You and Nick Reiner?
0: Me and uh, Nick Reiner had to park our car next to some rednecks. Two
1: New York Jews yeah, against the rednecks? in the
0: campground. It was raining, and we had to get on high ground, so we pulled up close to this redneck neck vehicle and then uh we had uh our music playing which happened to be uh Literally? leonard skinner okay and i had pre-recorded some re- music uh-huh so, but what i did was i pre-recorded the album and then it got to freebird and i heard that so many times that i cut it off mid freebird <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and it went to some miles davis and we're sitting there and the Redneck people are like, Yeah, Freebird. All right. right. And oh. then I had forgotten. And then it cut off in mid Freebird. And they're like, Hey, man, what happened? <laughs> and uh, then came on the Jew music. Okay. Kind of blue. And uh, I had explained to them that, Oh, I don't know what happened. So I was, my, my brother, you know, something. Uh-huh,
1: right. uh, we
0: almost got lynched. Okay. It started really good and turned really I bad. specifically
1: real quick. said. A just, sentence.
0: And we had to go uh, swimming. Th- I was swimming through the mud, trying to retrieve my sleeping bag.
1: It's the Nick Reiner biography.
0: Yeah, don't ever uh, play freebird and cut it off for some rednecks who are trying to befriend you.
1: All right. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. We do appreciate every one of you. Uh, it's uh, it's fun to look at the stats and see how many folks are actually listening. And uh, our
0: staticians. And uh, it's
1: I'm I am personally very thankful for you all all right Uh, we will see you next time America